Hello, and welcome to Talk Social to Me. This week, I am joined, as ever, by lovely Ben, and we're talking all things TikTok. We're talking about how to get more views. We're talking about all their latest features. We're talking about if we still like TikTok. So if you're all about that, if you're looking for more ways to get views on your TikTok and how to grow on there, you'll want to listen to this episode. So let's dive right in. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. I was actually out sick last week, so we didn't record. And so now we're back and I'm feeling better and I've got antibiotics and we're all we're all chugging along. Glad to hear that you're feeling better and we, we're back at, back at it again. We are. So we're just going to go straight into Flex Tips. Because I know you missed that. I did. And I, know, I think everyone else <laughs> did as well. So they've been so. waiting for this for two weeks now. So <laughs> <laughs> they need it bad. Absolutely. So do you want to tell us our top tips for today? Yeah, absolutely. So the tip today is really just to think about TikTok slightly differently. So we're going to dive deeper into that in this episode, but they recently made a massive change that should be available for everyone or soon to be everyone. And it they changed the length of your captions, which previously was 300 characters and will now be 2,200. So a very massive difference. That's and the huge. reason why they did that is to allow you to do a lot more things when it comes to ranking for search. So a lot of the things that were always big on YouTube are now coming to TikTok, which is huge because if you can rank things correctly for targeting specific keywords, that can be views that come to your videos and your content for a long time to come in a very targeted way. So I'd say just start thinking about your search strategy for TikTok and definitely don't sleep on that because more and more people are using TikTok as a search engine and TikTok wants that to be the case. So they're making yep. these changes to, to make that possible. Absolutely. One of my favorite, like, I don't even, I think he was like, he was an actor. He is an actor. I still don't know if he's like still acting, but he's also a musician, Jason Ritter. He actually utilized his 2,200 characters very effectively for me the other day. And okay. I will make okay. sure to put the caption like in, well, I'll link the TikTok in the show notes, but he found a drink, like a Mountain Dew, that is Mountain Dew crossed with Flaming Hot Cheetos. What? And That's a drink? <laughs> it's a drink that they just like released in America because that's what we do. Okay. Yeah, And his caption was probably one of the funniest captions I've ever seen in my entire life. And it's just talking about the Mountain Dew and how it tastes. So basically, he gets this Mountain Dew and was like, I had to try it. I had to try it. And that's like the entire video. But the caption is so funny and it's so <laughs> long, but basically it was like, I was tired two minutes ago, and now I can't stop writing this caption. Is this a side effect? Still, I'm unsure if I like the taste of the Flaming Hot of it at all. But I guess it's a spicy Mountain Dew, so that was interesting. Now I'm, gonna, now I'm going mad at TikTok that captions can be this long. There's got to be a cap somewhere. Does it just cover the whole video? This is insane. More and more, I'm liking the streak, though. <laughs> and oh the entire thing is just, it's so long and so wonderful, and it takes you on a roller coaster. And it's one of his highest viewed videos. And I think in part because he writes this really long, rambly caption. Caption. Yeah, because well, that would all be time spent on the content, right? So that would yeah. all be positive. So it's just another opportunity, like another touch point. And 
that's a prime example of you don't have to be super even literal with with keyword targeting if it does something that keeps people's attention and keeps them intrigued, which is a clear evidence of that because really there's not that many keywords in there, but it's just funny. No. So people so people read it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and that's usually like back in the day when people were really starting to get into Instagram and things like that. I used to write really long, rambly Instagram captions for old clients of mine. One of one in particular, she was more of like funny and like just wanted to have people engaged. And so mm -hmm. I would write these like rambly captions that would get people interested and they would just read it and engage with it and kept like talk about it. And I think that's kind of where TikTok is probably going to start going since we have more chance to capture the audience at a CTA, but also have a personality in captions. Yes. Yeah. I think you're spot on there because I think that TikTok is a great platform for that because if you like try to share more personality driven content, it works really well on TikTok, whereas that hasn't traditionally worked super well on Instagram. So I yep. think as long as you stay on the tone of what is appreciated on TikTok and you bring that to a caption, I think that can bring things to a whole another level. And I think a lot of people will be very creative with it and build big fan bases because of that tool or, or helped to do that through that tool. Absolutely. And like you said, with keyword searching, obviously TikTok knows that they are ahead of Google now with people searching on their platform. So again, like you said, keyword searching is going to be so important and it's going to be one of those things that people are going to be searching for food recommendations. They're going to be searching for clothing recommendations, recipes, things like that. And if you use specific keywords in your captions, they're going to find you. Yeah. And you can't sleep on this at all because the Chinese equivalent of TikTok is called Duin, or I think that's how it's pronounced. But basically, whatever they get, we eventually get. And their version of TikTok right now has almost like Google-like features built in where you can like directly reserve the restaurant or see reviews like in their app. So that's oh, definitely wow. coming. And if you don't think about that now, you're missing out on a huge opportunity. Whereas if you start doing things right, you start ranking as these things come, that's all super valuable traffic for you, your business, whatever you're trying to build, because you know exactly who you're targeting and the thought process these people have as they're going through and looking to actively make purchasing decisions. Yeah, that's huge. I didn't even think about that, but you're absolutely right. There's an article I did save that I haven't read yet, but read portions of, and it was talking about where TikTok is going mm -hmm. in regards to what the Chinese equivalent is doing. So I'm sure it's same, the exact same thing that you're saying. Yeah, probably very similar. <laughs> but because I, I always wondered, like, well, how do they make this more of a search-based platform? And I was just like, wow, that, that would actually work so well. Basically, just do what Google's doing, but incorporate easy-to-watch content that fits the void of that, right? And, and so they'll probably have it eventually where you can pay for placement, much like you can on on Google, where you can rank for specific yeah. keywords, they'll probably start having that as a new ad product in the future too. So, yeah, it's 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 kind of scary because if they <laughs> if they if they get this right too, like that's a that's an absolute juggernaut. Yeah, and you know what? I can see them doing this, getting it correct and getting it right, and us moving towards that. Um, especially with everything coming out with Facebook, um, with their hiring freezes and realizing that they're not at the peak of their power anymore and it is scary no, to see that we're all under this monopoly of tiktok right now it, it is crazy it's a huge changing of the guard and it'll be very interesting to see what they do with it because 
I, I, I didn't. I'll be honest. I didn't see this coming this strongly two three years ago. But it, it's here, and it seems like they're 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 definitely winning. I'm really curious to see. Just like a side note, how YouTube can can start working in vertical video in a better way because that's that's the only real competition. Because I don't for this type of stuff, I don't see Instagram getting there. I think Instagram will be its own thing. But uh, for this type of stuff, I think that YouTube's got a chance too. So I don't know if you saw this, the Made in YouTube, I think that's what it was called, their yep. conference that they did, where they were actually announcing that they are working with music companies on licensing. So creators can actually use songs in their YouTube videos, which is huge. <laughs> yes, I did see that. That's crazy. So that, I think that's going to be a huge direct competitor for TikTok is YouTube, once they start figuring out exactly how to make it work for their creators and with the funding. So they're giving 55% of ad revenue to creators when it comes to shorts. So that's a huge like thing for creators to want to actually go to YouTube because they're not getting that much money from TikTok. Yeah. No, and YouTube, that's one thing they always really understood was the, the importance of working with creators. And so when they started doing the the creator fund or the the partner program, I think it's what it, what it was called back in the day with long form, like that cha- that really started the whole creator economy in like a serious serious way. So if they can get the monetization piece right, that's a huge opportunity. Yeah. So it'll be really interesting to see what happens in the next couple of months because I think YouTube's going to come out with more and more things in the next few months. It's scary to see. It's fascinating to see, but yeah, it's. I don't know. I just don't know where the world of social is going to go. It, I'm sure we're all going to be on TikTok for a very, very long time. But will the metaverse take over? Is it YouTube that's going to take over? Is it just going to be the U.S. government stepping in and being like, hey, we can't use TikTok <laughs> anymore? Like, what's going to happen? <laughs> that is, yeah, no, it's, it's crazy to see. And truthfully, like, I never saw a player coming in and becoming the powerhouse that it has. So like TikTok has done. So yeah, it'll be really cool to see the, how they compete for for attention. It's really what it is. Like we always call it the creator economy, but I prefer to call it the attention economy because that's all <laughs> all that they're trying to do is, is capture attention. So yeah, it'll be super interesting. I'm I'm here for it. I'm curious, but yeah, we none of us know, which is kind of the most exciting part. Very true. Well, speaking of TikTok and everything to do with TikTok, today we're talking about yes. all all about how to get more views on your TikTok. Because I think right now what we're seeing is because there are so many people going to TikTok, like it was in the past with Instagram, people aren't actually growing as quickly on TikTok anymore. They're not getting as many views on TikTok like they did in the past. So I think that's something that a lot of people are like, wait, is it still possible to grow a following on TikTok? And it is. It absolutely is. But you just got to figure out a couple different things. And we're here to bring you all the tips and tricks that we've learned along the way on how to get more views. And yeah, Ben's the man. He has gets millions of views on his own personal TikTok. Yeah, so I think with that, I, there's a lot. We'll, we'll run through first. I think like the, the major things that are kind of you want to make sure to check these boxes. And then at the end, I'll throw in some more stuff that I've found to be successful that's specific to TikTok. But let's start off with kind of like the, the things you definitely want to include. So I think hashtags, much like we talked about with search, like hashtags are a part of that ranking factor and they, they kind of put things into buckets. So using hashtags is always a good idea, especially if you're targeting a very specific audience. 
but like don't throw irrelevant hashtags like the whole hashtag fyp like that's a total useless hashtag like there's literally no no value to that so the first no. tip would be to use hashtags that are actually relevant to your content absolutely and the like the fyp hashtag has millions and millions so the like you actually being seen on that is slim to none yeah, and it might even be billions at this point. Like, yeah, it's probably, so many probably billions, <laughs> which is which is like madness. But people still throw it on with it all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Another one is keep it short. I yeah. know that there, like, long form videos out there are getting traction, but thanks to TikTok, our attention spans are so much shorter, and which means that you kind of have to keep your TikTok short as well. So I think. They're trying to say right now that between 21 to 34 seconds is that sweet spot. So make sure yes. that you are hitting the 21 to 34 compared to like a minute long video. Yeah. But with that, I would throw one little like sidebar to that is that being short is really important. But I think the principle of, of being brief. So like practicing brevity is equally as important because if you can make a great video, but it needs to be a minute long, then make it a minute long. Just don't make it a minute and 20 seconds, right? Like, I think that's really, yeah. a really important thing to understand is that it, it's, it's more about, like, it's equally as important to just be brief because if you only make short videos, it's gonna be hard to build a deep connection or even cover that many topics. So just really try to be brief and only include necessary materials to actually build the connection, deliver the point, all that stuff. Absolutely. I mean, and even with those part one, part two videos, I see more and more comments now are saying like, can't you just make this one video? So like you said, just <laughs> keep it. <laughs> Try to capture the essence of the story into like a little small video. Sometimes it's helpful to have yeah. multiple parts. But again, people just are there for that one video. 100%. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. And then the, the next tip that we had here on our list is to to use trending sounds and that's still a great idea because it was really built off of trending sounds that's what made tiktok so unique and what everyone's trying to make copy ever since but it, i think using trending sounds in your own unique way is really really important and the more creative that you can be with a trending sound the more the, like the, the more likely it's gonna it is to be successful and even if you if you don't do that even if you get a ton of views it's not in a targeted way specific to you and your voice it's not going to likely convert into many followers so it might just be views for views sake so the more specific and creative you can get with the use of trends that make sense for your page and the people you're trying to reach the more success you're going to find yep totally agree with that also finding your specific audience i understand how hard it is to even figure out who you're talking to but Finding your right people and finding your niche when it comes to TikTok is so important. So take some time to think about who you want your audience to be. What do they look like? What do they like? Are you sharing funny content, opinionated content, sad content? Right now, for some reason, I have no idea why I'm on like breakup content or like healing okay. content on like TikTok. And all it is is like these girls entire pages are like them going through a breakup. And I'm like, how yeah, yeah, yeah. did I get on this page? But that's their specific niche is like, hey, I'm going to just be doing videos all about breakups. So mm. figuring out who your audience is and just making videos like with them top of mind is so important to building your TikTok. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. And actually, I was on uh, breakup TikTok last year too. So I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but I was actually going through a breakup. So it was like, I guess it knew to find me, but it was, yeah, it's crazy. And those pages can blow up. Like they can yeah. blow up really fast. And actually, like I made one, for, I made one just for shits 
And uh, <laughs> I got to 10K in like t- 10 posts. Like, I'm not what? even exaggerating. I got to like, it was absurd. I got like, I still, I, I, I privatized all the, the, all of the actual videos. Yeah, yeah. But that page, that page is at, let me pull it up right here. I posted 15 videos and I got to 14 and a half thousand. That is crazy. Well, break Isn't up that content. Mental? It works, people. <laughs> <laughs> it does work. But I think, I think the, the bigger lesson there is understanding who you're trying to reach. And then the big thing that I was going to mention to add on to the awesome things that you just said was the, to, to know who you're trying to reach, but how can you communicate to that person in a way that also doesn't alienate like other similar people? Because the, yeah. the, the more inclusive you can be with as many people as possible, the higher likelihood you have to rank because if you're trying to reach a super niche audience sometimes you actually need to create content that is slightly broader of scope because if you don't the people you're trying to reach won't ever actually see it because tiktok can't get enough good data to push it to those people so definitely make super specific content but then also supplement that with stuff that can go a little broader so that can actually reach the people you're trying to reach yes oh that's such a good point and then what so People love to say like, oh, I learned this on TikTok. That's still very, very true. <laughs> yeah. So if you can provide some value or some information, that kind of content always does well. And especially because it gets saved very often. Because I know whenever I come across a how-to thing that actually resonates with me, I literally have a folder specifically for things I learned on TikTok. I actually called it that. <laughs> so people do that all the time. And so you can get a ton of saves that way. And also, if it's specific to your niche and people you're trying to reach, you instantly become a like a high value figure in that space in their eyes. So that's a great tip right there is if you can do some work in some how-to content. Yep. The other one, obviously, I think everybody knows this one, but a lot of people don't utilize it as much as possible is duetting and stitching. And I think that's so important. So if you don't know what that is, duetting is like duetting someone's song or just like adding your own opinion. So basically it splits the screen into two. So you see yourself and then you see the person that you're duetting next to you and you can do like a hot take on something that they're saying or a funny commentary just anything and that will help you get views as well as stitching a video so response videos obviously do oh well on tiktok and so people love obviously to have their opinions heard so stitching is a great way to do that and get more people to see your content and just to get more views on there yeah, that, that may be one of the lowest hanging fruits on TikTok because I don't know why. Because oftentimes it's not, especially when it's a duet, like they're usually not good content and it still does well. Usually it's just people nodding their head and it still yeah. gets like thousands <laughs> and thousands of views. So yeah. you definitely, absolutely take advantage of both those features. I think the stitching feature is like my personal favorite because you can get very creative with that. But another pro tip here to take this to the next level is if you find a video that's on the rise, if you can st- stitch or duet it early, you will ride that same momentum. So if you can find a video before it pops, but you know it's going to, definitely stitch or do edit if it makes sense for you because you're going to ride that wave. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the next tip that we have is great for any social platform, but definitely here on TikTok too, is collaborations. So if you can collaborate with someone who already has the audience you're trying to reach and you can make it make sense for both sides, that is something that is always a great idea to do because you can cross-pollinate to both of your audiences. So if if you have complimentary brands, content, audiences, then it just makes a ton of sense for everyone because we're always looking for more content. For sure. And then going off of that, something that a lot of people might not be able to do, but if you have it in your budget, do it. Ads. Buy some ads. Like it's so easy to do. Well, like I said, if you have the budget, it's really easy to do. But just put some money behind a video that you're really passionate about and something that actually 
speaks to your niche, speaks to who you want to like capture and just put some money behind it and your like TikTok will boost it and it'll get into the eyes of way more people. And that's such a helpful way for you to get more people on your video and obviously onto your page to follow you. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great point. And it's still very underpriced currently because they, they're yeah. still building out the TikTok ads platform. And so if you look at most of the brands that blew up in the past 15 years, they did it almost all off of underpriced Facebook ads. But now Facebook ads aren't at the same level of cost that they once were for value, whereas TikTok is still at that place. So take advantage of that now because these things, it'll, it literally gets more expensive by the day. So if you yeah. <laughs> think you want to try it and you have a bit of budget, it's certainly worth throwing around because you will get underpriced attention. Yeah. I mean, I put, I think it was like $10 behind the video just to kind of see what it would do. See, And yeah. I think I got like five to 6,000 views on a video and I normally only get like maybe 800. So it did yeah. help. I got more followers. And so it was just something that I wanted to see and it works. So put some money behind something. Yeah, it's worth a shot. And with something like five or $10, it's not a huge risk and you may learn something along the way. And especially if you have a business in place or something to sell, then it's, it makes so much sense because if that can convert into cash for you, then why not try and then also grow your audience at the same time? Exactly. So the next tip we had here is just a, we're going to repeat what we said earlier on. And that's the fact that, that captions are changing now to 2200 characters. So learn the basic fundamentals of, of search engine optimization. And I'd say if you just go watch a YouTube bit tutorial, we'll actually make one. Yeah, I'm going to write that down right now. We're going to make a TikTok SEO tutorial for, for YouTube. Perfect. And so go to our YouTube channel and follow and, uh, <laughs> and watch our video that will come out very soon. But it, it, it's, it's lucky. We're lucky because it is very, very simple as long as you know what you're doing. So we're going to make that tutorial and walk through the basic steps. And it's literally just a checklist that you go through. And after you do it five, 10 times, you won't even have to think about it. And there are such long-term benefits to doing these simple steps consistently. Yeah. I mean, like I said, you can do something silly like Josh Ritter did or actually going through and making sure the top keywords that you have for your business or for your the company that you work for, the keywords that they want to actually hit, make sure it's in your caption and you're pretty mm -hmm. golden. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not hard stuff. Just make sure you're doing them and you'll get a ton of results from it. For sure. The next one and something that a lot of people don't do and think this is wrong because Instagram kind of doesn't actually nix you for it, but it's not as good <laughs> to do on Instagram uploading multiple videos a day on TikTok. That is a great thing to do. Start uploading as much as content as you want. The yes. sweet spot that TikTok recommends is like one to four times a day. So like I said before, you can split them into multiple parts if you want to. So people are more likely to come back to your content, but do more than one video a day and you're going to see more and more people come in. Yeah. Absolutely. And then I think the biggest thing is just to, to not be afraid of, of alienating your audience or, or fatiguing them, getting them tired from seeing your content again and again, because th they don't. Like that's one of the biggest things with TikTok is that even the people that follow you, they don't see all your content. So every video is a new opportunity to reach new people. So don't stress it. Get way more out there and, and more opportunities to learn. And a, a great way to do that is what's called, I forget, there's, there's a TikTok educator who calls it, I think, the three-for-one methods. Basically, if you come up with an idea, you can make that same concept three different ways. So one of them might be talking to the camera. One of them might be text on a screen with a trending sound. And the other one might be like a 
whatever other way that you would present that, but you can easily create the same idea in three different ways. Yeah, we got one more. We got one more and it's making a playlist. And I know you know all about this one. Yeah, playlists make so much sense because they can promote binge watching sessions, right? So if someone comes to you for a specific reason, then that's awesome. Especially like this is actually huge if you cover multiple types of content or you cover different topics, because that means people can still follow you and, and get that deep level of connection by finding the videos that matter to them very quickly and efficiently. So if you take the time to, to categorize your content, you're going to do way better that way because people can find what they're looking for. And that's just going to dramatically increase the time that's spent on your content and the likelihood that they follow you. So definitely take the time to categorize your content. You're, you're, you'll gain from it. People will love you way more and you're going to get way more followers. Yeah, there's a girl right now that I binged every single one of her little playlists. I don't know if you've seen her, but it's like the journey of the sty on her eye. <laughs> so she like woke up one day and she had a sty that just like popped up and she wasn't sure what it was. And then just every single day was like filming herself with this sty and it just got bigger and then she had it removed. And now after she just got it removed, one popped up on the other eye. And it's been this whole oh journey. Lord. Yeah, so there's so many people following this story. And for some reason, I'm on Talk. That's crazy. And that <laughs> also speaks to the fact that like that kind of personal stuff works really well on TikTok. Like yeah. you're now invested in this <laughs> in this girl and her style. Like that, I am. that's kind of crazy. I just want to know. I, I just that. want to make sure that she doesn't, it doesn't get big anymore. She doesn't have to get it removed. I just want it to go away for her. I'm just really feel for her. Yeah, no, and, and you get deeply invested. It's like that also shows the power right there of being open with your own stuff too, right? So if you got a sty, maybe you should talk about it. Your you should, you should. <laughs> so Ben, yeah. as yes. somebody who I have seen get 14 million views on TikTok, what other top tips do you have for people? Yeah, okay. So, so experimenting with different content formats is really, really important. Like trying different things until something works for you and trying a ton of different things because that's going to really give you a feel for what works. I also think that staying on touch with things that are universally interesting for the people you're trying to reach is really, really important because if you're timely and you answer a question or you speak on something that happens right now that people were thinking about, you're going to reap the rewards for being quick. And I think the other tip is is developing your own, your voice, right? So how do you communicate content and, and and being specific to you and, and not being afraid to, to be yourself because people that blow up very quickly, there's usually something distinct or unique about them or the way that they deliver content. And that's what allows them to really pop. So definitely learn from other creators, but don't be afraid to put your own spin on things because it's often rewarded on TikTok. So I think TikTok is the ultimate playground for experimentation. So you should just be experimenting with different content formats, the way that you deliver it, all that good stuff. And also don't stress too much about production value, I think volume is more important on TikTok. So just trying, trying, trying. And then the last piece I would say is the practicing brevity. So how can you deliver the intended message, making the exact video that you want that is actually valuable and not making it too long or redundant, like practicing being very brief, that'll bring you a ton of success. For sure. Like, as we all know, who have listened to this podcast, I love any food recommendations, any wine <laughs> recommendations, all of those. And the ones that I watch the most are the ones that just give me the top 10 of their favorite restaurants like really, really quickly. 
and they mm-hmm. don't go into this long rambly thing. So when you're talking about brevity, I think it's so important because a lot of people aren't going to wait for that content if you're going to just wait until the end of that video. They would want that content right up front if you're going to give it to them. Yeah, absolutely. And it's also not to scare you away from throwing in like points of humor or your personality, but like that has to be valuable, right? And so that is a point of value if you are funny. It's just more of like, don't say the same thing multiple times if it's not needed to deliver the value. That That's the really the important theme. Absolutely. I just, yeah, TikTok is, I love it. I love it and I hate it. We we both know my feelings and thoughts on TikTok and just everything. I'm starting have ch- to. Have they changed it all? Because I know we, we've been doing the show for a while. Like, how, have, have they changed it all? I think I'm more scared of TikTok now. Okay. Just, I like, I've turned off all of my, the video on it and I've turned off my microphone on it when I explore. So I really had to teach it what I like. I think it's just because obviously my entire job is like looking up social media news, reading all about social media. And sometimes I can get into your brain and think, oh no, all of this is is bad and we should not be doing this. But it's also just really fascinating just to see how you can teach the algorithm things. And I think that's really cool. And just how well you can actually market things to certain people. I don't know. I've just... Sometimes I really love it. Sometimes I really hate it. I had to put a time limit on my phone so I'm not spending hours on it anymore. It's been really helpful. I do like 45 minutes a day and that's all I do. Yeah, no, that, that's the right way to do it because you can get sucked in there and then never leave. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, definitely I think monitoring how much you're consuming is really important because you can get sucked in there and not really leave with anything of substance and then you just lost all that time. So yeah, I think, I have a love-hate relationship with TikTok too. I think it's a very powerful tool as a creator if you use it effectively. But as a consumer, it can be very, it, it can also be a great tool as a consumer, but it can also be one that you can easily overindulge in. So setting up rules is a great idea. Yeah, but, and I think that's the truth for pretty much anything in our lives. Social media is just another one that we have to be like, hey, you know what? Maybe consuming this all of the time is not good for me. Maybe like cutting back a bit, but, and I will never be one of those like boomers that are going, social media is bad and you should never do this and blah, 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 blah. Like that's never going to be me because I love social media. Yeah. But I do think it's important to kind of check in on yourself to make sure that you're not consuming things just to consume them, I guess. I don't know. Like, I don't know if that made sense, but it's, I think it's hard. It's so easy to get sucked into that and to think that people's lives on social media are one thing when they're actually a different one. Totally agree. And it it adjusts how you feel about yourself and everything. So if you don't monitor what you consume, it's a lot like food, like what you are, you are what you eat. You are what you consume, I guess is a better way of putting it. And that comes to (laughs) audio and and video too, like what you consume shapes you. So if if you don't monitor that, it can can be really potentially toxic. For sure. So if you feel like you're spending too much time on social media, maybe give yourself a time limit and go outside for a long walk and listen to a podcast like this one. Yeah, 100%. That's a perfect <laughs> recommendation. And it also is like a reset too. And then that way, when you come back, you're coming with a fresher perspective and you can actually take the value that is there and it's not as mind numbing. Yeah, for sure. I mean, everything changed for us in the past couple of years. And now we're just all like resetting, trying to figure out what we want, what's best to consume for us. And Social media needs to be looked at as well. Absolutely. Even the best things out there, practicing moderation is always a good thing. So yeah, yeah, I think finding that balance for you in whatever way makes sense is the ultimate way to do it. 
Yeah. Well, especially as social media managers, and this is like the majority of who we're talking to right now, we can get so sucked into it and it consumes our life because obviously social media managing is 24-7 or it can be 24-7 if we make it 24-7. And just constantly mm. like checking trends and checking memes and like, oh, should I be doing this? And making sure that you're engaging with your audience and all of that can be so time consuming and be a, such a suck hole that it's hard for us to disconnect and not always be online. And so I think this is just a really good check-in for all of you social media managers out there to just, you know, it's okay to step away from the phone. I know it's really, really hard, but you need to do it for your own <laughs> mental health. Even your social performance will improve because of it, because yes. you're not as like, you're not as pressed in, you're not forcing things as much. You can just kind of exist and be who you are and create the way that you, you want. Whereas if you are doing the same things over and over and over, it gets kind of mind numbing. And, it, and it's a great way to freshen up is to give some space, come back and then Absolutely. you're rejuvenated. Yeah. I mean, I remember I, so during the pandemic, I was working like all of the time because I was doing social media management for a bunch of different companies and small businesses. And all I was doing was being on my phone because that's basically all we had time to do. And I gave myself yeah. one week off during the, those entire two years, pretty much. Wow. And it was so nice after like that entire week. And I came back after that week, totally refreshed, had way more ideas on how to help my client. So yeah, just give yourself a, a little teeny tiny break or a long break and you'll have so many ideas like Ben said. Couldn't agree more. I think that we we trick ourselves into thinking, oh, I have to be productive all the time. And that actually makes us less productive. So stepping away <laughs> from it all, rejuvenating and coming back, you'll you'll even perform. You'll get what you want. You'll perform better through doing that. All right. Well, since we're almost to the end, I know that you have a little special creator that you want to highlight today. Absolutely. So this creator is a good friend of mine, actually, and a great, great dude. Both came up in YouTube around the same time. And so his name is Josh Ryan. And his handle on Instagram is cleverpreneur, spelled C-L-E-V-E-R-P-R-E-N-E-U-R. -E 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 and Josh shares a ton of Instagram growth and success tips. So if you are looking to grow an Instagram page, he's an amazing account to follow. And he gives a ton of great information. And he's, he's a practitioner too. So like he's grown many, many pages in Instagram. So he not only shares what to do, he does it himself and he runs an Instagram business off of these pages too. So he's an awesome guy to follow. We'll give you a ton of great tips and he's a good dude as well. Yeah, he's a good friend of Flick and we love him around here. So please go give him follow. Him. follow. His handle will be in the show notes. But yeah, I think that's all we've got time for today. Ben, do you have anything else that you would like to, to throw out there? No, so just definitely implement all the TikTok tips that we mentioned if that's a focus of yours. And then, yeah, just use social as it makes sense for you and make sure you get that balance. For sure. Balance is key to the social media life. So please be sure to follow us over on Instagram. We are at flick.social. We are on TikTok at flick.social. We have a newsletter called Talk Social to Me that I send out every Tuesday. Sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's just educational, and you should subscribe. <laughs> ben, do you have anything that you want to highlight? 
uh, our YouTube channel as well. Like we've said, I'm going to do that TikTok SEO tutorial that will be posted on YouTube. So you don't want to miss that. So go over and click that beautiful red subscribe button. And as ever, please give us a five-star review so we can get into the ears of more people because that really helps us be seen. And yeah, we will talk to you guys next week. Goodbye. Bye.